120-110, the Philadelphia 76ers topped the Los Angeles Clippers on Tuesday night to go to 20-16 as the Clippers fall to 23-23. Quick, I'm sure you're Philly Sports Talk going to break down this game for you and let you know what you need to know. Let's get into it. So I'll start by saying this. Um, this game was the best 76ers victory I've seen in a long time. And the 76ers are on a roll right now. They have won eight of their last ten games and have taken the first three games of this West Coast trip, which is never easy, even if they're playing bad teams, um, which they're, they're not. I mean, the Lakers are considered a bad team. But uh, the 76ers are also now 11-9 on the road this season, so decent there. And they sit at the three seed right now, a half game out of the two seed and four and a half games back at the one seed. Uh, it's definitely within reach. The West is a lot more open. Then the East, the Clippers are 500 and they're tied for the seven seed. Um, so that, that does say a lot. The third quarter of this game was the only downside for the 76 They let the Clippers back in it a little bit, but the Clippers also shot very well in the third quarter. Uh, it's hard to replicate that all four quarters of the game. The Clippers, they had both Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, which is something that doesn't happen often. Um, <laughs> I feel like they're always without one of their superstars. They are without John Wall for a few weeks. I mean, he's not the same John Wall anyway from four or five years ago. But still, uh, from top to bottom, this was a great team win. The 76ers, they shot the lights out. 53.4% from the field, nearly 42% from the three-point land, and 85% from the line. Uh, thanks to 42 bench points as well. Um, headlined by an incredible night from Tyrese Maxey, man. 22 points, 7-12 from the field, a plus-minus of plus 23 in just 28 minutes. He was on a tear in the fourth quarter, getting everything his way, driving to the hoop, making fadeaway jumpers, hitting three-pointers. Uh, you, you, you think it, he made it. He, just, he couldn't miss, no matter who the defender was either. The Clippers did not have an answer. And uh, this was unlike any 76 game I've seen in quite some time because they closed out great. Like, they didn't give the Clippers a chance. They had impeccable offense in that fourth quarter and tight defense in which the Clippers really just couldn't do anything. Uh, forced quite a bit of turnovers on the defensive side. And Joel Embiid with another great night. I mean, this dude, um, 41 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, 12 of 22 from the field, 15 of 18 from the free throw line. Him and Harden at, like, around the top of the key area has just been absolutely lethal uh, this year with Harden's pass-first kind of mind. And Harden, he had an off-scoring night, just six points off, one of six from the field. But he had nine assists, and his presence was just felt on the court at all times. I mean, I didn't even, I, I, I didn't realize that he had that little points, um, and that little amount of points in that fourth quarter, is because he's still making an impact. And I saw him miss a shot or two, but seriously, I, I love this too. Obviously, it's not an ideal night for Harden, but um, the 76 they just, they were having in the fourth quarter. It didn't matter. Tobias Harris, he had 20 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists off 8 of 12 from the field. He's starting to catch fire quite a bit. P.G. Tucker, he had 6 points, and De'Anthony Mountain had 5 points from the starting lineup. From the bench, George Niang, bounce back game from him. He had some big threes late. He had 9 points off 3 of 4 from 3-point land. Uh, a couple big shots in that fourth quarter. In the previous couple games, I think he was dealing with an illness, so he wasn't completely 100%, but this game was a very good one for him. Let's get a quick commercial break before we talk about the Clippers for a minute. The Clippers could be a dangerous team, but their biggest struggle the last couple of years is staying healthy for the season and leading into the playoffs. I swear they just, they really just cannot stay healthy. Um, Kawhi Leonard, he had a, a solid performance in this one. Uh, he went through some streaky, 
streaky shooting uh, percentages in this game like throughout the quarters. But he finished with 27 points on the night and 10 to 20 from the field, so pretty solid. Paul George, 13 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 5-11 from the field. Uh, Norman Powell, he had 16 points off the bench. I've always kind of liked him a little bit, but nothing too much to note here for the Clippers. They shot 50% for the field in this game, but just, just was not enough. The 76ers offense was better. Um, so another great win for the 76ers. It really feels like they're starting to catch fire now, and they're just they're starting to find something. The team looks the team looks good together right now. Like there was even a play in the game last night where Maxi and Montrez Harrell were going up for a rebound. And I, for me, this says a lot about a team. I don't I don't know if it does for other people as much as myself, but they both went up for the rebound, and there was not a Clipper near them. So they were pretty much contending for each other. Obviously, they didn't know they were contending each other for the rebound. And Maxi like tipped it, and Terrell tipped it, and Maxi tipped it out of bounds. And they yelled at each other for a second. I was like, "This is this doesn't look good." And then they kind of like apologized to each other, and like they just said that they were right, and that each other was right, and they bounced back. And I was like, "Wow!" I mean, I thought Montrez Harrell was just going to take it too far. That's just the kind of guy he just seems to me. And talking to a younger guy like Tyrese, I was like. This isn't going to end well, but they stopped. They said what they did wrong, and they just both accepted it, and then they got back out there and were completely fine. That is a good sign to see, you know, to not have a team arguing with each other, you know. Um, I was glad to see that, but I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting this situation a little bit. So the 76 will take on Portland at 10 o'clock tomorrow, uh, and then we'll round out this West Coast trip in Sacramento on Saturday. Portland's a very iffy team. They're not doing. They're not doing too much. You know, Damian Lillard is obviously there. I think the 76ers could take them. The Canes are surprisingly. When you were to tell me a year ago that the Canes would be one of the tougher games on this trip, uh, they 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 are. Um, they're right in the mix there for the playoffs. I believe they're 24 and 18. So, I'll have a recap out Friday, recapping the Portland game, and I'll keep you guys updated updated on the Sacramento game on Saturday. That might be a tough one. We obviously have the Eagles playoff game on Saturday night, but I'll keep you guys updated updated on the Philly Sports Talk Instagram page, which is philly.sports.talk underscore. Speaking of Instagram pages, everyone go follow our sponsor, Sixers Port on Instagram, one of the best 76ers content creators out there. That is S-I-X-E-R-S-P-O-R-T, no spaces or capitals, Sixers Port. Go give them a follow. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Go Sixers.